This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. Everybody's having a good day. Tomorrow we will hit week four of the high school football season. We'll jump into that in a little bit, but uh, what about the Atlanta Braves last night? You could have heard it right here on WGNS. Uh, They avoided a sweep by the Marlins emphatically. With a 29-9 victory. 29 runs, obviously the most in franchise history. Um, One off the modern era uh, record held by the Rangers, who scored 30 in 2007 against Baltimore. Seven homers, an 11-run second. Everybody had fun. Except Azuna, he was one for six. Albies back in the lineup, three for six. And a homer. But Adam Duvall, what a, what a, what a find he's been. You know, he's come up with huge hits uh, this season. And he had, um, we had a good two, two weeks worth last night. Three for four. Three home runs and nine runs batted in. Had a two-run homer in the 11th run outburst in the second. A three-run homer in the fifth. And then a grand slam in the seventh. Braves didn't even score in the eighth. Nine RBIs and three home runs, including a salami. We do know the Braves can hit. Unfortunately, they cannot pitch. How do you score nine runs and get beat by 20? Well, Tommy Malone um, allowed eight runs in three and a third innings. Couldn't even stick around long enough to get a W after you go play 11 runs. That's what's going to do the Braves in. Obviously, they're hurting. Um, Max Reed's on the DLs. Saruko's out for the season. And the Braves did nothing at, during the um, trade deadline to find another arm. Ian Anderson's pitched well a couple nights, a couple outings for him. But if they don't get freed back, um, they're in trouble. They're in trouble anyway. They're not gonna be they're not gonna beat the Cubs or the or the um 
Dodgers. At the end of the day, good pitching. I mean, they might be able to hang with the Cubs. They're not going to beat the Dodgers. They'd out, they're going to have to outscore everybody, but the Dodgers got good pitching. Braves do not. they got a good bullpen, albeit whether I trust any of them to close up out a meaningful game. But, hey, they're having a fun season. They, they are definitely brought the whooping sticks out, as they say. Um, but anyway. All right. Um, high school football tomorrow night. The coach, Preston O'Neill, will join us tomorrow. We'll preview it all. We have um, Independence at Blackman. I'd be a heck of a game. Uh, another brutal, tough non-conference game for Blackman, who's already played um, Alcoa and Ravenwood this year. Blackman coming off a big um, district win. Smyrna at Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale, they've got a lot of players back. They ought to remember last year. They went to Smyrna and got it put on them. Made a comeback too late. Siegel at Centennial. Battle of two winless teams. Rockville at Clarksville. Rockville looking for win number two. Laverne at Lebanon. Uh, this has been a good series. Typically very close games. Pickett County at Eagleville. Eagleville looking for their uh, first win of the season. Stewart's Creek, Oakland. That, is that Stewart's Creek? The game was actually scheduled late last Friday night. Both teams have open dates due to their opponents not being able to play uh, due to the coronavirus, the COVID-19. So they're going to play. A daunting task for Stewart's Creek. Kudos to the Creek for saying, hey, we'll, we'll show up and play you. Nobody else has been doing it. Nobody. Nobody's offered to go get beat. Stewart's Creek. Kudos to first-year coach Ben Caldell. I mean, that's again, it's a tall order. You're in a rebuilding mode. Oakland's in a reloading mode, like always. But, you know, I think you're at the point now in the season, if you've missed a game and you're going to miss future games, you owe it to your players uh, to go out and um, um, find opponents. Let them get as many games as they can. A few seniors they got, they deserve to play as many games as they can, whether you're a prohibitive favorite or a prohibitive underdog. And I like what Coach Caldell said uh, last Saturday here on the Coach's Show. Kids did a lot of fundraising over the summer. As he said, fundraised, quote, like crazy. He goes, well, we didn't do all that sit on a couch. We're supposed to be playing football on Friday. So, again, kudos to them. So that, or that's all for um, this week. 
Um, and hard to believe next week we'll be hitting the halfway point. Seems like we just got going. But it seems like that every year. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. CARE is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, CARE is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. It's easy just to start off of taking the macular degeneration vitamins and going on the Mediterranean diet. Those two things each cause a significant decrease in the risk of you going from the dry form of macular degeneration to the severe form, which is the wet form of macular degeneration. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Be sure to tune in tonight for Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. John Dinkins, myself, Clark Blair, Rod Edwards. We're going to talk some high school football, college football, and uh, probably even some baseball, knowing these guys here. That's tonight, 6 o'clock, here on News Radio WGNS, right after All Sports Talk. Tomorrow night, it's Murphy's Matchups at 6, 6.30. The Primetime Sports Countdown to Kickoff, sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. Then we're at Riverdale as the Warriors host the Smyrna Bulldogs in State Farm Prep Football. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. It's followed by TriStar Friday Night Live scoreboard. Saturday morning, the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, bright and early at 8 a.m. Hear from all of the local high school football coaches. MTCS Cougar Corner on the air at 10:15. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
NFL cranks tonight. Houston and the Chiefs. Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions. I got my homes on my fantasy team. I have a little interest there. Excited about my fantasy team. Was ranked number one in the draft. Probably the kiss of death, though. They'll underachieve and people get hurt and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like it when I'm a get a bad draft rating and somebody shows out that you don't expect. I've had Mahomes before. Matter of fact, two years ago, he was my last pick. Just took him as a flyer. Now he's considered by many of the pundits as the um, best player in the NFL. He's got a contract worth it, that's for sure. Titans play Monday at 920. I wonder how many many of us will be up for that one. 920. Oh, well, at Denver. Played Denver last year, couldn't score. Began the end of Marcus Mariota, and the torch was handed over to Ryan Tannehill. He did a very good job. Got him a nice contract. Danny Hill a superstar? No. Top 10? No. Probably not. You know. But he's a very serviceable quarterback. And he can make some plays now. He's got a good arm. He makes some plays with his feet. But we know where their bread is buttered, and that's with big double deuce Derrick Henry. So we shall see. Um, again, though, 920 at the old double header. They may not play in San Francisco. I think they play the Cardinals, but they've got fires and all kinds of bad happenings in that part of the country, and um, um, they may not play due to poor air quality. But it's starting. It's resuming tonight, too, um, the NFL, as well as college football. Getting my cheat sheet here. Um, got UAB against um, Miami of Florida, coached by former Blue Raider defensive coordinator uh, Manny Diaz. UAB. Put up a lot of points last week. Beat Central Arkansas 45-35. They're going to give up a lot of points. I think they'll score a lot of points. Um, the um, attendance, I'm not sure what Miami has. Most people are going about 20%. We'll get into Middles protocol here a little bit. Uh, Conference USA this week, Charlotte at Appy State. Uh, San Antonio at Texas State. UTEP at Texas. Only a 42.5-point underdog. La Tech and Baylor canceled. 39 players test positive. And Western Kentucky is at Louisville. Speaking of canceled, Middle Tennessee Christian um, 
at Donaldson Christian. It's been postponed. Uh, if they can't find a makeup date, then it will be considered canceled. In uh, Donaldson Christian would get a COVID win. It would go in the win column um, in the region. Um, MTCS would not have a loss. Um, but they had an assistant coach test positive and um, so they decided best to cancel this week and they canceled practice as well. So hate to hear that for those guys. They're one and two, but they played some really good football. They lost by three points one game, seven last week, and beat Friendship Christian, who is owned, had a stranglehold on that uh, region. So, all right, the Blue Raiders, they are off this week. Normally, that would probably be pretty good after week one. I think those guys are probably itching to get back out there. Uh, they they made a very poor showing at Army. Uh, we all know that in a lot of ways, from the turnovers to just getting run all over to clock management, just yeah, you name it. It was um, it was terrible. But they got to stew an extra week. They play at home against Troy next week. Fans will be allowed. Seven thousand fans, about twenty percent of the stadium can be full and usually home openers are good crowds but with the pandemic with a poor performance um, they might be lucky to get 7,000 quite frankly which is a shame but um, um, I don't know it'll be interesting to see a lot of things are going to be interesting to see this season. Um, can the Blue Raiders regroup? Asher O'Hara, he's not that bad. He's had a bad game. So hopefully they just all had bad games. Because what we saw, you can only judge, what have you done for me lately? And your, they say your first impression goes a long way. Well, the first impression is this team is not any good. Can it even win a football game, much less compete in its conference? There is no tailgating next week on campus. Understandably, they're, they're practicing safety. That's what gets a lot of people out there, though. Got to keep that in mind. Tailgating is a big part of the MTSU game day experience. You must wear a mask. You know, I saw something today at a, a store. Saw a police officer come in, get him a beverage. I was getting a beverage. We do have a mask mandate in Rutherford County through the end of this month. He didn't wear a mask. So I guess they're not enforcing him, you know, our officers aren't wearing them, then obviously uh, <laughs> they shouldn't be enforcing the mask. And, you know, most people I've seen have worn the mask. A lot of people refuse to wear them. Infringing on your rights, this and that. Well, I respect them people work all day in them, so 
So I've said I can go in there and wear one for five minutes at a convenience market. But I jumped, I jumped ship there, I know. But I found that, I'm not saying disturbing, just found it kind of odd that the police officer wasn't wearing one. Maybe he's got a medical condition or something. Who knows? But everybody else in there had one. Um, so, again, next week, uh, the game's at 3 o'clock. Uh, MTSU AD Chris Massaro did say there could be um, more fans in the future. Could be less. Depends on what happens. You know, you got a team in your own league with 39 positive. It's already canceled a game. Who knows how much we can get through this season. Remains to be seen. All righty, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Inside Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You can only get that on the Wake Up Crew, right? Yes. <laughs> no one else is talking about it at all. Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Good afternoon. It still looks pretty good right now on 24. Coming back over from Davidson County back into Rutherford County. It's just stopping going out here. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Crowded on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Hitting all those traffic lights. No surprise there. Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep of the Sharks is back September 19. Check it out. Ripley Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you've got an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that too. You can listen to us Anywhere, on air, and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. 
Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. And the announcement we have been awaiting did come late yesterday from the Blue Raider Athletic Department as the Blue Raiders finalized game day guidelines and protocols of coming to Floyd Stadium as the return of football back to Murfreesboro gets underway. The announcement came yesterday from Director of Athletics Chris Massaro that Middle Tennessee will allow 20% fan capacity at Floyd Stadium for the home opener against Troy on September 19th. This plan, done in collaboration with university, local, and state health officials to mitigate COVID-19 risks, means that about 7,000 fans will be allowed into the stadium, which includes 1,000 seats that will be held for students. Also announced yesterday that tailgating will not be permitted on the MTSU campus. Kickoff is scheduled for the Troy game for 3 o'clock, and the game will be broadcast on ESPNU. We'll get more clarification on that. Uh, Obviously, they're trying to keep groups apart to where you have some social distance. Uh, We've seen other campuses around the state really have some issues with this. And uh, so far, the Middle Tennessee, in uh, what has been announced, is uh, seems like a very good results to this point. Massaro did say this plan is subject to change. The percentage could either expand or contract on how everyone in Floyd Stadium follows the guidelines during the home opener against Troy and the continued decrease in COVID cases in Rutherford County that we have seen. There will be more ticket details uh, coming during game week as uh, fans will be required to utilize Middle Tennessee's mobile ticketing option. That was announced about a month ago. So hopefully fans are getting geared up for that. All seats inside Floyd Stadium will be reassigned to create proper social distancing. All patrons will be required to wear a mask at all times, both inside and uh, inside the stadium and in the parking lots. Middle Tennessee will also increase cleaning and sanitation practices in all public areas of the stadium before, during, and after the game. Other policies will remain the same at Floyd Stadium this fall, including the clear bag policy, which was implemented last season in 2019. So when you get to the stadium, prior to arriving on campus, all fans are encouraged to check their temperature, do a health self-screening, while fans who have a temperature above 100.4 or those who are in the most vulnerable population are asked to consider staying home and isolating. Masks, again, are required for all guests as they enter, exit, and move around Floyd Stadium, including while seated inside the stadium as well as in the parking lots. Fans will be able to enter traditional gates 1, 2, 3, 4, and West Central, as well as two additional gates that will be available at the south end zone of Floyd Stadium to alleviate any congestion. Gates will open two hours prior to kickoff instead of 90 minutes, and it will allow time for additional safety protocols upon entry. Premium patrons will be uh, contacted prior to the day of the game to set entry times into the tower on game day. The full story and all of the bullet points that you can get more details, all available 
on GoBlueRaiders.com. So it will be 20% or 7,000 that will be allowed at Floyd Stadium for the uh, September 19th game against Troy. We'll have more on this, of course, as we continue to move toward game week, and we'll be back with a weekly wrap-up coming tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report. Brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. All sports talk. As I said earlier, we're going to be joined by MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel. Coach, been a little while since we visited visited with you. How you doing? Doing good, Monty. Everything's running smooth, and uh, we're back in school. And kids are back in class. Got got some practices going, and you know, uh, a little change, a little different, but uh, you know, everybody's excited. Everybody's working hard, and that's what I like. Coaches are working hard. Today's the first day we've been able to talk to some of our future recruits, and we've got some absolutely great responses from all over the country. So we're very excited right now. Well, good deal. Um, With college football um, cranking up this weekend, I imagine college basketballs are going to kind of be keeping a keen eye on it and, 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 and see how things work out. Uh, through this pandemic thing? Well, I think more than any time in the history of sports, you have coaches that are pulling for the football programs to see them get going, see them get to playing, see what the results are going to be. Right now, you know, things seem to be going pretty good. Uh, We checked several athletes yesterday or this week uh, as far as – Football was concerned, maybe close to 150 people involved with the football program. I think we had only two positives, and uh, we knew about them. So uh, I think everything's, you know, right now is is is, is good. So we just got to keep it there. We got to pull that that all the teams around the country do well. 
they have a good Saturday or two, and then I think you'll see a lot of things going back, maybe not to normal, but will be be uh, going back and, and starting on time. Coach, um, you mentioned you've been having some practices. Uh, kind of just refresh us again on what you're allowed to do with your your kids throughout the week. Well, we can. Uh, we have two different groups right now. We have uh, eleven young ladies on campus, and uh, we're running. Um, we've got uh, nine that's practicing right now. We've got one young lady that's still not here from Spain. And uh, we've got one group of five, one group of four, and then we got a couple of young ladies that are that are out because of um, uh, medical, you know, ankles, things like that. So we can get together. And we're we're kind of going the part whole method, you know. We're taking our offensive strategies, our defensive strategies, and we're breaking them down into parts. And uh, that's what we're working on. Uh, what we're looking for. Going over the terminology with our new new players, and then the players that we got back have just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, picking things up, trying to lead, uh, excited about the season. So, you know, I'm I'm more I'm more positive right now than probably I've ever been since I've been at Middle Tennessee with what's going on with our players and what's going on with our coaching staff, the way we're handling all this. I'm very proud of them. The girl that transferred in from um, um, Ole Miss, uh, how has she been able to pick things up? Uh, you know, the 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 rim hadn't changed. <laughs> Conference of the rim's the same, and she's wearing it out. So how's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the old coach said there's two plays. Romeo and Juliet and put the damn ball in the hole. So. <laughs> but, but, uh, well, you said that, I did. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> His name comes to me, Abe Clemens. <laughs> but, uh, um, well, uh, and you get them, what, um, eight hours a week, something like that? or We get them four hours a week with uh, structure, fundamental structure with the basketball. And then they get four hours a week with uh, strength conditioning, and uh, you know I'm real happy with uh, they're they're you know usually they begrudge the fact some of them do about going into strength conditioning, but this year uh, they're excited about it. I think more than anything, being out since April, not being able to do anything, wondering if you're if you're going to if your scholarship's going to be there, wondering if your basketball team's going to be there. So when they came back. When we really started practicing, they had a renewed enthusiasm. And you even see that when they're going into the weight room and, to, and work strength conditioning, that they're going there, they're, they're being leaders. Uh, I'm just right now very pleased with what's going on. Well, um, I know you're excited about this team and it's got a potential to have a, a, a team that's got some really nice depth, doesn't it? Well... Right now, I'm just kind of running down the, the, the list. Uh, I've been around Anastasia, I guess, since she's been in junior high. Um, I know at Riverdale, I watched her play over there, and then I then she went to, to Tennessee, and I watched her play there. And then last year for us, at the end of the year, she was just dominant. But I've never seen a kid and I really, she's not a kid. She's a young lady. The way she's working right now is really, 
it really just every time I walk on the floor, I get excited. I don't know that I've ever had anybody as quick. I don't know if I've ever had anybody that's being as coachable as she's being right now. And, you know, she's always kind of been reserved, but now she's vocal, uh, pulling for the, the other players, telling them to step up, pushing them to, to greater heights. Just very pleased with her. Then you step down to Ace. You know, Ace last year looked like a high school player. Uh, right now, uh, she's she's not a high school player, I'm telling you. You know, she ended up being three-time uh, player of the year, the only time that's ever happened in the history of that award across the country. And you look at her come into practice, and it's, I'm telling you, it's just unbelievable the, what I'm seeing there. Alexis Whittington, goodness gracious, alive. Uh, just absolutely working her fingernails off, trying to become a better player, wearing it out, working on her lateral quickness. Amanda Whittington, the same, the same situation with her. Uh, those two young ladies don't look like high school players. They've matured. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Courtney Whitson. Uh, I told Nina Davis yesterday, which is our new coach that we've hired. I said, you're going to enjoy working with her. And she said, Hey, I'm, I'm already a joining coach. I mean, she's an all-star. I mean, she's absolutely an all-star. She's working on her quickness and her strength. And, you know, just to mention those young ladies right there, they're, they're coming back that played a lot last year with our basketball program. And then you throw in what we've got with our new ones. And, you know, we're out there coaching them. But those players that just mentioned are out there teaching them the system, the terminology. It just, as a coach and as a staff, you enjoy seeing that. And I hadn't had that in a long time. You go back to that team with AC, Jack, Chelsea, uh, Brandy Brown. I had that then with that bunch. And now I'm looking out there, and, and this bunch is kind of mirroring that bunch. So you know the success that that bunch had. So let's hope that this bunch can have the same type of success. We're joined today by MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel. We'll take a, take a quick break and be right back. In retirement, it's all about income. Your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter right here, Saturday afternoons at 1. Good afternoon. It still looks pretty good right now on 24, coming back over from Davidson County, back into Rutherford County. It's just stop and go out here. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard, crowded on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna, hitting all those traffic lights. No surprise there. Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep of the Sharks is back September 19th. Check it out. Ripley Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time. We do it your way. Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel joins us. Um, Coach, you, you you touched on recruiting a little bit. How has this um, COVID mess affected recruiting? Well, you know, we're doing most of it on Zoom. Yeah. And uh, we never had to do that. It's been pretty – well, I, I, I can't tell you the player. I can just tell you a situation. Uh, I'm playing golf on a Sunday afternoon at, in Shelbyville, and Matt comes by and says, hey, we got a Zoom call tonight at 6.30 with a prospective prospect. And uh, told me her name, and I said, God, she's pretty good. He said, yep, yep, her mom and dad's going to be online, and, uh, you know, they're wanting to meet the staff. So we go on to our Zoom. She committed. She's never been to our campus, uh, but she committed right there, and she's one of the top players in the country. And, uh, you know, if you ask me what about the Zoom situation, I'd say it's pretty good right now, (laughs) Bonnie. But uh, we were excited about that, uh, and we were able to – now you're able – you know, where we were talking to a lot of our recruits now, we were able to Zoom those recruits, you know, and they're able to to talk to us, FaceTime us or whatever. So – it, it it's been a new world. I mean, it's really a, it's it's been all new. But I want to keep some of that. But I also want to go back where you walk in those gyms and you're able to recruit those players. They're able to see you. You're able to see them. Uh, it just, it gives me a better looking at somebody and kind of feeling how they play on the floor out there. Uh, I do a lot of recruiting, gut recruiting. Now Matt and Kim and Nina, I'm sure they don't do that. But in my situation, I pretty well know if I want a kid when I see her after the first or second time or if I don't want her or if I need to see her some more. So I get that. It kind of comes from me being old school, you know. Um, And how many do you think you'll be able to sign this year? Well, we've already got three commitments, and uh, we're looking at one of the top junior college players in the country right now. So – you know, we lose one player, uh, and, you know, of course, Rashika could go pro, uh, Anastasia, and also Rella both could end up there of age. They could go if they if they decide to, and I can't, you know, that kind of be up to them and kind of be up to their families where, they're, where they think they lay as far as the, as the landscape is in recruit in, the, in going pro. But uh, really, we only lose one player, and that would be Deja. And then uh, with these three that we've got committed, we got room for one more. And or we could have to go out and maybe recruit two or three more. But the way the portal is now, money, you never know. You just never know. Uh, you know, now 
parents and and some of these trainers, uh, they get in kids' heads because, you know, they don't want to pay the price anymore where they have to maybe get their bodies in shape, their mind in shape, get stronger, work on their lateral quickness, their vertical, and and they don't want, they don't want to take that year or two to develop. You look at what happened to Charity Savage, and I can go back to Jackie Pickle. Jackie wasn't ready to play her freshman or sophomore year. Her junior and senior year, she ended up being an all-conference player. But the first two years, she played very sparingly, as you well know, because you were following us uh, hard and heavy right then. So sometimes the players are willing to to wait on you to get through that process, but the parents are not. They feel like they need to be playing right away. So the portals allowed them, to players, to go in and maybe jump the fence and feel like the grass is a lot greener on the other side. We have a lot of young ladies that are calling us that had played in the Power Five, that we recruited, that when they got there, it wasn't what they thought it was supposed to be. And uh, so that, that changes that recruiting landscape also, not only for us recruiting, but also our players that might enter the portal. And, you know, if you got a young lady that thinks that she can do better somewhere else, and you know, maybe the fit would be better, you can't hold them back. You just got to, you know, have a good attitude about it, uh, wish them good luck, and uh, – you know, hope that somewhere down the road that you'll be rewarded for having that type of attitude. Coach, um, what do you think should happen with college basketball in terms of when we play? Um, what Do you have an inclination of um, what will happen uh, in your coaching circles and other coaches have you talked to? Um, are y'all kind of on the same page, or is everybody kind of on different pages right now? Well, you have some people that are on different pages, conferences and things. Right now, the the guidelines that's been set up with inside our conference, inside the ACC, SEC, places like that, you got to meet those guidelines. When someone comes to our gym, then we've got a set set of rules that are set down, and we'll pass them on to them, and they've got to, they've got that hair to them. And the same thing goes for us. I think what I would like to see, I don't know that we will see it. I'm, I think our our administration might be leaning towards this, is the fact that you're probably going to have to wear a mask if you come to a, a basketball game this year. I don't think, you know, when I first started having to wear a mask, I, I fought it a little bit. I thought, I'm not going to do that, you know, this and that. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, here on campus, we have to keep a mask on at all times. And... Uh, it's not that big a deal. I mean, it really, it's really not. So, coming to a game, I think this year you'll have to wear a mask. I think in our case, at, at the women's basketball games, there'll have to be some social distancing. I'd say you'll be able to sit with your family, but I think that there'll have to be some things set down probably by Chris, Dr. McPhee, people in charge, where you'll have to be social distance. And I hope that's what they'll do here. I know that's what they're going to do it other places that we're going to play. So I hope that's what we end up doing here. But I think a lot of it, Monty, goes back to that first question. How well does football do? What happens with football? Are they going to have fans? Uh, you know, already I think they're, they're trying to decide they're not going to have tailgates, I think. I'm not for sure on that, but I, I think I've heard that mentioned. But uh, we can do without tailgates if we can go to football games and we can go to basketball games, you know. So – We'll see how all that goes, and I think then if that goes good, I think we'll go right into basketball season. So that's kind of what we're looking at right now. 
I know the hope is to start on time. Is is that realistic to you? Well, the NCAA's kind of come down and given us three start three dates. One is the the original date somewhere around November the tenth. Uh, the other is the date right before Thanksgiving. The uh, the week right before Thanksgiving. I really don't know what that. Um, let me look right here, and I can I can tell you uh, that would be. Uh, that would be probably the week of the uh, 23rd. And we got Louisville the 25th uh, at home here at Middle Tennessee. And that could be a starting date. And then that Sunday we would have Vanderbilt the 29th here at Middle Tennessee. And then they've come back and said that we might not start until January, and that would be a conference-only schedule. So, you know, we're kind of waiting like everybody else. And I think the NCAA's kind of doing that to see how, how well this situation operates with football. All righty, Coach. It's great to always catch up with you. Hopefully we'll just tip it off on time and go through a regular schedule and a, a tournament, and a NCAA tournament and all that good stuff. Monty, I, I think the team we've got is very exciting. Our young players are really, really good, uh, and we didn't mention them today. Uh, I didn't mention Rella either, but Rella's back, and she's – she turned her ankle yesterday, but she's been having a great uh, workout, early workout, too, and Rashika, too. So I, I think if we can keep everybody together and everybody get along, everybody pull for each other, I think we got a chance to have a great basketball season. And th- I think this group has got a chance maybe to get to the Sweet 16, to be honest with you. All righty, Coach. Again, we appreciate it. Good luck to the Lady Raiders. Stay healthy. As always, Monty, thank you. You've been one of our biggest supporters. Thank you very much. Thank you, Coach. That's uh, MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Insel joining us today, and things look promising for the Lady Raiders. Let's hope they get to get to court this year. All righty, that's going to do it for today's show. Andy Herzer will join me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Wallach, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.